for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Uh, it certainly is. Welcome along to the warm-up for another week. My name's Matt Wallen here with Cam Mooney. Plenty coming up on this morning's show. Nice to have some good weather around, although it's going to be something like 15 again tomorrow. But some sunshine for your Saturday afternoon, of course. Caulfield Cup Day. Looking forward to that. Plus, plenty to get through. The A-League's underway. Archie Thompson's going to join us a little bit later on. Uh, the former Melbourne Victory star and also from Channel 10 and Paramount+. Plus. But, Moons, welcome to you, mate. How are you going? Morning, Wallow. Morning, everybody. Good, because the greatest week in AFL is finally over. Yeah, it's... Trades uh, done. The trades are done. What Jeez, did you there was a lot all? of speculation and there was a lot of things that I thought, that was dumb, that was good, that was average, everything yeah. in between. It was okay. I didn't mind it. There's some, good, there there's some good names that floated around. There was. I don't, and we'll get more into it a little bit later on. But I don't think, and we've said this a few times, you don't have to have the biggest names moving to create some no, interest. not so. at all. No, 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 and we're going to do a little, uh, my uh, little six-pack. A little six-pack a bit later yeah. on, which who I thought uh, won the week. And uh, no, there's some really good names floating around, so I can't wait for that one. Hey, mate, we caught up earlier in the week. Uh, had a quick chat. We got a coffee. Um, what did you, what's your coffee order? What do you normally skinny flat white? Skinny flat white, one yeah, sugar, okay. one sugar, usually yeah. a large. Actually, no, I do remember that. M- um, usually a mug. Yeah, well, I, I actually saw something a while ago about people who don't have sugar, and I'm one of those. We're actually quite smug. We actually look down <laughs> on people who have sugar in their coffees. Like, you, I you, actually, you, I, I have one with without sugar. And I'm just like, how do you drink it without a sugar? Yeah. It took me a long time to wean off I'm actually sugar. more of a tablet person at home. Really? Yeah, I just dropped a little the, tablet um, in. What were they called? The, um, um, sweet, equals. Sweetness. But equals, yeah, they equals. used to be whatever. Yeah. But no, what actually fascinated me getting a coffee with you this week is that um, the way you eat your banana bread. Now, you offered me some. Yes. Well, this is the only reason I did this was because I thought you were going to have some. So you can explain. You had a bit of banana bread, but you cut it into about 12 squares. So a normal size banana bread that you would get, but you... You cubed it. Well, I did because I thought <laughs> I'd share with you. So I cut it up and I said, would you like some? You said, no. I said, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? Well, it was. Because I, I would have just picked at it. I, I didn't just thought that was hand, the way you I, ate it. I didn't want to put my hands on in case you wanted some. So I, I spoke was... to a lot of people this week and they said, <laughs> oh, you caught up with Moons for coffee? I said, oh, my God, you should see the way. It was like that Seinfeld episode where you yeah, cut the, up the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the yeah, it was bar. the Snickers bar with a knife and fork. <laughs> anyway, I just thought, yeah, it was strange. But no, thanks for explaining that because um, I did walk away going, I can't believe he's eating his oh, I can't believe I'm like working that. with this guy. I know, that was a bit of a strange one. Hey, um, yeah, the trade period, it's... it's The AFL just do it so well. It, they dominate that two or three-week period yep. after the grand final. Um, so long-term Well, they've learned, off, they've learned off the NFL yeah. because this is what uh, NFL do so well is they're combined. They make this a huge thing. So they're, they're constantly in the papers or they're constantly in the news over there in America. Yeah. And this is what now the AFL are learning to do very well. Yes, the season finishes, racing starts, but what are we talking about? We're still talking about AFL. Yeah. It's actually funny that that's the situation because the racing does find its little niche this mm-hmm. time of year. And when I say little niche, it's quite a big yes. quite a big impact. But you're right, with the AFL continuing on the way it is, you sort of get to a stage where it's like, oh, we're still AFL. We feel yeah, like we're almost absolutely. you know, 11, 12 months of the year. It's interesting. Give it another couple of weeks, we'll have the draft. Again, we'll be front page. Yeah. When I say we, the AFL. What did you think uh, about the Jack Ginneman deal this week? I found it interesting because I'll play some audio quickly of John Ralph. Uh, he obviously got to Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. We spoke about him on the show a couple of weeks ago about being doing the promo for Mooney Valley races. Do you know he got paid 10K to wear the silks on Mad Monday from Mooney Valley? Oh, are you kidding me? 
He, you know how we discussed well done, on the Jack. show? We discussed, yeah, like, how did he get him in time? So they flicked it to him. Apparently. Yeah. With the ambassador role coming. Already done. Ah, oh, well done. Unbelievable. We said now, that Now, I will stupid. say, I will say, the night before the grand final, I thought it was the stupidest thing that he could have ever yeah. done. Yep. And I would have slapped him if he was my teammate. <laughs> and actually, if I was the coach, I wouldn't have played him. That's how pissed off I would have really? been. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. But they won. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He just got 10 grand. Well done, Jack. 10 grand. He's <laughs> moved on now to Hawthorne. But interesting that uh, he rang John Ralph reporting on Fox during the week. He rang Sam Mitchell this week to see if uh, he could get this over the line. Now, um, he's called McRae to say thank you. He's done the right thing there. Uh, he's also asked permission from Sam Mitchell to attend the races this weekend at Caulfield. So that was quite clever. I think it is quite clever. Just to make sure, just Didn't ask it up. Craig McRae if you go the Friday night before the grand final, <laughs> but he's mentioned to Sam this week, I want to get hey, to the Caulfield It's all Cup. about learnings. It is. It's all about learnings in this game. Not a big name. Well, sorry, I'll take that back. Not a big player in terms of stature in the game as a star, mm-hmm. but in terms of moving the needle and talking around a player, it almost, for someone who's so young, who hasn't done a lot, yes, a premiership player, I guess he he grinds people's gears a little bit he if you does. don't follow him. So it does move the needle a fair bit when he when he comes up in conversation. Look, I uh, look, I am as a footballer, I am a bit of a, a Jack Gillivan fan because I think uh, what he adds to a group is is excellent. Um, and I heard David King say this quote, and I thought it was an excellent quote. I just hope now he learns to be more on the back page than the front page. Yeah, that's and, true. and from a Collingwood point of view, did they want to lose him? Probably not. Did they desperately want to keep him? Eh, probably not either. Yeah, because I think. The hassle that comes with Jack over the last couple of years is probably, you know what, yeah, we're happy for you to move on. I actually heard a bit of talkback this week and I found uh, quite interesting that uh, someone rang up, I think Dwayne showed during the week and said that he's either going to have a real, uh, quite a prosperous career at Hawthorne over a 10-year period and, and be quite, you know, yeah. big impact kicking 40 goals a year and all the rest of it, or he's out playing country footy in four years' I time. I think his next 12 to 18 months are the biggest of his career for that reason. He either puts his head down and becomes a back page player or he keeps becoming a front page player and Hawthorne flick him. Yeah. Like that's 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 where his career is at right now. Yes, he, he's got talent and I'd love him in my side as for what he brings, but off field, he would give me the shits yeah, as, yeah, as a teammate. Hey, we mentioned last week, we'll get through the trade stuff with your six-pack soon, but long-term deals, the AFL are sort of going, well, hang on, these seem to be getting out of control. We've seen mm. eight, nine, ten-year deals in the last few years. Um, are North, you big on them? I'm not. I don't. I think they're very, very risky. I think they certainly are risky because... I mean, I, the buddy one's one out of the box that you go, yeah, yep. I, I'd cop that because he is Buddy Franklin, arguably one of the greatest players we've ever seen play the game. And what he does do is put bums on seats and what he has done for Sydney from a marketing point of view has been people don't understand just how enormous he has actually been on that part of it. Yeah, they didn't get a premiership with him, but what he brought off field was incredible. So he paid them back tenfold from what I can, from what I hear. Yeah. Um, and actually extended on that year where many thought, yes. and I'd, I'll put my hand up and say, I didn't think he was going to get the full No, full but in saying in. that in his last couple of years of that, contract he didn't play too much either, a huge so. amount but, but still he was there when no, the, it was, know, it was a great one but so. anyone else i am i am on the cane corns train well this I'm is very cane corns was celebrating this week has been pushing it for quite some time afl is cracking down on long-term contracts they're calling it the corns clause and i was doing <laughs> one of the all-time long victory laps last night i said earlier on trade radio once i heard the news it was broken by mitch cleary on channel seven 
I went outside, I took my top off, and I started doing laps around my backyard like I was a soccer player who had just scored a World Cup goal. He was pretty excited. Let me tell you, when Kane takes his top off, it's not a pretty sight. Hey, to be fair to him, and we're talking about someone's rig a little bit later on, so we've got to be very careful in the show. But he's actually put on some weight. Has he? He's put on nine kilos. Has he stopped running? No, no, no. He actually went... Is he he bulking? I heard him this week say that... He went to the doctors after he had a couple of these big runs. Yeah. He's, you know, the club doctor at Port Adelaide, uh, a bit like Nick Rewalt, you know, didn't want to pay the money to yes, go and see yes, a doctor, yes, so yes. getting it for free. That he said, mate, your bone density is getting poor. You need to put on some weight. You're that skinny. He was running around at 71 kilos. Did you see, you know, when, the, when COVID hit, he was doing like half a marathon. A marathon. On, on, in his um, tennis court. Yep. His back ass. He would have had to have done like 300 laps. Ridiculous. But, but imagine, and he's done one on a treadmill before, yeah. which is I can I can barely do two k's on a treadmill. I reckon these days. It's hey, just, just no quickly, good. keep talking about AFL. Next year, opening season. What, I'm hearing this Sydney Sydney per Sydney talk. What's going on? This is a quite interesting one. So there's there's a lot of layers to this. We're so opening the round in Sydney. Yes. Um. Let me strip it right back for you. So, over the last few seasons, it feels like um that we Sydney. Clubs feel like they haven't been getting much love. The NRL starts a week or two, normally before mm-hmm. for the AFL. So they're up and running the Sydney clubs in the NRL. So the footy teams, I guess the AFL teams are, are starting from you know a, a bit further back in terms of trying to generate interest in the yeah. game and all that sort of stuff. So what they wanted to do is have an opportunity to start similar time or a week before. So what's happened? This is a bit. This is a bit twofold. So the NRL are opening their season in Las Vegas next year. So they're going to be sending... Yeah, the NRL have got two or three games in Las Vegas. Yeah, opening your season in another country. Not only that, right? Wow. Tom Brady is a chair... Why don't you just spit on your support? They're hoping Tom Brady's going to come on as um, special comments. That's what they're (laughs) pitching at the moment. Anyway, getting back to what the AFL are doing is that because there's no NRL that weekend, they want to start earlier, get the Sydney teams up and running. So... Stick with me. This is what it could look like. And in fact, I reckon it's almost locked in. Saturday night, Giants Stadium, maybe the Olympic Stadium. Giants Collingwood open the season on the Saturday night. Okay. Grand finals usually uh, play, I guess. feels a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, it does a bit, but yeah. Next game, Sunday afternoon at the SCG, Sydney, Melbourne. Okay. Then the Thursday night will be Carlton and Carlton Richmond. And Richmond. Uh, I don't love it. I don't love it either. I'm sorry. I don't love it. I understand what they're trying to do. And I, I completely don't understand what the NRL are trying to do. <laughs> yeah. That is just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Take it over there round two or three, maybe. Okay. But not round one. Yeah. That's, are you that's, going... That's, that's your let's just double, do you want to double check that? It's definitely round one. I know it might be the, It might be round two. Let's double check that. To, but it is one of the first or second rounds. They're going to Las Vegas. Okay, so to while they're fair, away... While they're away... Yep. We'll have two games in Sydney. We are, we are sneaking in the back door in we Sydney to are. open. Okay. Two games getting played. Again, Saturday this night. this is the AFL trying. Round one. Yep, so it is round one. This is the around. AFL just doing what the AFL does. Well yep. done. Congratulations on that. But, yeah, no. For me, I am a... I am a traditionalist. I think most of us are. Yeah. And I think the traditional game right now, the traditional game, I should say, is Carlton Richmond. It gets us off to a big bang. Big Thursday night, 90 thou. I'm just not MCG. sure Collingwood... And, and look, they just came off an unbelievable prelim. We know that. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying it won't be a great game. 
But I'm just yeah. not sure that we're going to get. You want to start a bang with eighty plus thousand. I think too. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get that in Sydney. Well, you, you virtually can't get that in Sydney. I'm not even sure if they go to the Olympic Stadium. They may get close to something like that. But then you've to got to 70-ish. ask a lot of Collingwood pl- supporters yes, to get there because the Giants really don't have a massive following. Um, I feel like does that deaden Thursday night? I don't think so because the time the turnaround's pretty quick. So I don't have an issue mm. with that. But I just don't feel like that's a great opener. So I think Collingwood being the premiership team, I always had a thought that I've think and Geelong probably found it difficult when they won it last year because they weren't playing at home for quite some yeah. time is I think you should play at home round one so you can unfurl your flag, flag straight, straight away yeah. the Collingwood should have had a home game round one or whichever team wins the premiership mm. should do that but yeah I don't know look I think it's a good idea for the AFL to try and infiltrate City somewhat but at the same time yeah, it feels a little bit can underwhelming we just go back to what the NRL are doing yeah it's just round bizarre. one but hey would you watch it well, I watch the game anyway, but I'm not watching it because it's in Vegas. Well, I am. But what's but what? How is that going to be when you're watching it on TV and you're watching the actual game? Yep. Does it matter where it is? No, but what about Taylor Swift's there? And they kept, you know, the, the Taylor camera. Swift. Swifty's not going. <laughs> she I can could tell be. you right now. She. I'm going to guarantee our okay. contracts. Swifty's not going. All right. Well, if Tom Brady does special <laughs> comments, I'm definitely tuning in. Um, you know what? I won't even tune in because that'll be even worse. Yeah. Trying to listen to a guy who's never seen the game talk about a scrum, turn it up. <laughs> hey, lastly, we're going to get to your um, six-pack in just a moment. Pick 94 for the Cats. Are you Great pick. You have no idea how much this pick will work for Geelong. Well, you, I think they're going to take you, mate. Well, that's, you talked about corns, you bones. Oh, look, 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 look. I'm, I'm still in form. I'm coming back. Pick 94, baby. Oh, the big pythons. <laughs> hey, plenty coming up on the warm this morning. Archie Thompson, he's always good fun. The uh, first weekend of the A-League this weekend. Uh, we're going to chat to him. He's doing some stuff for Channel 10 at Paramount. So looking forward to that. But stay with us. Moons has got his six-pack. We're going to take a look at the best trades over the trade period the last couple of weeks. It's all thanks to Little Creatures, Furfit Little Creatures Village, Geelong. Stay with us. For Furfit at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, you're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moods. For Furfit at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, this is The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moods. Yeah, welcome back. Still plenty to come on the warm-up this morning. Archie Thompson going to join us uh, very soon. Opening round of the A-League this weekend. Go West United. That's my team, Moon. So I'm looking forward to that. You're a United boy. Yeah, well, I do do some work for the club. So I've been there for a while. So I think I have to, to be honest. Can't wear a victory scarf for you. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to try and get there. They've got an away game. They're taking on City tonight at Amy. Park, um, but uh, as always, let's get into your six pack. Over the top to Mooney, aiming at a career best six right here, runs it and gets it. Loses six pack for little creatures. All creatures welcome. Mate, this week we're going to take a look at your six pack, all thanks to Furfit Little Creatures Village Geelong, clubs that had the best trade period. Yes. Quick question before you start. Say there's no draft, say that you can pick the team that you want to go and play for. You're Cameron Mooney, yes. 18 years age, 17 years old. Uh, you're a Carlton supporter. Geelong come to you. I know you went to North Melbourne, but Geelong yeah. came, come to you and say, hey, Moons, we'd love to recruit you to the club. Uh, then the next... And I get to pick. You get to pick. And then Carlton say to you, hey, Moons, we'd love you to come to the club. Same term, same money, whatever the circumstances are. How much does barracking for a club determine on where you would select to go? 
oh, if, yeah, well, if you don't know the system, you don't know footy world, then of course you're going to go to the club that you barrack for. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, but, but knowing what I know now, yeah, I'm going to Collingwood. Okay. <laughs> because it's the biggest club in the country. Yep. And if I win a premiership at Collingwood, I'm not paying for anything. Yeah, for the rest of your Trust days. me, these boys are getting looked after. Yeah. No, it's just funny because Jack Gibbon was a Essendon's Hawthorne Essendon's another one. Yeah. Because Essendon hasn't been a big club for a long time. I a great club, I should say, but they're, yeah. they're a big, big club. Haven't had success for a while. But yeah. I, no, I just heard this week a few people saying, you know, how much that has a, you know, if you are in the system of moving clubs, does it have one, two, five, ten percent of your decision? I reckon it's pretty significant. Look, I think when, uh, if you're only new to the system, then yeah, you're probably still got a bit of a soft spot for the old club. Yep. I mean, 10, 15 years later, I wasn't going to move to Carlton. I couldn't stand Carlton. Yeah, no, it's fair. <laughs> All right, let's get into your six back. We're going to take a look at the clubs that have uh, done the best in this year's trade period. Let's start at six, mate. Where, okay, where number starting? six, we're going to start with Hawthorne. There's a couple of like St. Kilda and Western Bulldogs. You could have thrown them in there, but I'm going to go with Hawks. Um, they get a Ginevan, which I think is going to be a really good pickup for them if he's completely focused on his football. Yep, yep. Like, like David King said. Be a back-page player, not a front-page player. Yep. I think that could be big. Chol, you know, he's going to give them a bit of an option up there. Um, so not too bad. They're still probably missing that really big key defender, but I think that's been yeah, not a bad little not a bad little uh, draft um, – sorry, trade little period for the yep. Hawks. Yeah, sure. At number five, I'm, I'm going with uh, the Pies. Okay. Getting in Lockie Schultz – they've only got in one player, but I just think Lockie Schultz is that good of a player. Yeah, wow. He's going to add so much to this group. Throw him and Bobby Hill into that forward line. Hence the reason why Ginnivan had to go. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about a premiership team. There aren't too many pieces missing. You throw in another small forward who's unbelievable with pressure. I mean, his he's amount of goals that he's kicked at Fremantle over the last three years is enormous. I think that's been a huge pickup for him. I think he's going to be a massive, massive bonus. For the yeah, players. I reckon it's a, it, look, it is a good pickup. A lot of people had Collingwood lower than that, but I think they've done no. okay. And to add to a premiership team, um, you know, you, I reckon it's a good, good situation. Who have we got at four? Uh, number four, look, I'm going at uh, North Melbourne because these picks, I'm going to read them out to you. And I know this is, they had, had a couple of these anyway, but just when you look at this. Pick two, three, 17, 15, 17 and 18. That's five picks inside the top 18 going into the draft. Fast forward four and years. And you throw in time. Fisher, yep. who is a, is a good AFL player. You throw in Stevens from Sydney. Big who, draft, big still, high draft high pick, draft pick who still 2019. should have a lot of potential left in yep. him. I think that's been huge for them. Ben Mackay, big out or not? No. We're not massive raps on no. them. No, not for a team that's... Down the bottom, and I'm not saying because if a player was, I'm just saying they don't need a big rock solid rock like right now. You can yep. go, you can go and find one in this draft. Yeah, he's going to be there for the next ten years. Yep. I think that is unbelievable. I mean, we, I, I was lucky enough to be in a group that picked up uh, Joel Corey, Corey Enright, Cameron Ling, Paul Chapman in one draft, and then two years later we picked up Kelly, uh, Johnson, Ablett, and Bartell. Mm. So you go if you go to the draft and you get it right. Sustained success is there for your football club. So I think that is a huge one for North Melbourne. Uh, at number three, I'm going with Essendon Footy Club. Okay. Who I think had a pretty, pretty good, uh, in the end, um, trade period. You get in Mackay, so they need a big big defender down there. Getting Gresham, who I think could be anything. Mm. And I'm surprised that uh, St Kilda let him go, in all honesty. Uh, Dersma, who I think is could be a star if his body's okay. So you get him into a, into a system that he's... he's 
healthy, fit, all of those type of things. I think yep. he's going to be a fantastic. And you throw in Goldstein, he's just really good um, backup at the moment until everything gets going there with um, with Draper. With Draper. Yep. I think they've done really well on their in their trade period as well. Uh, Port Adelaide for me at number two. Okay. Really like what they've done. They've, they've gone and gone f- big. A lot in late. They've gone big. Yep. Radigalia, Soldo, Zerk Thatcher. Um, sweet. You know, and they're, and sweet. And they're talking about clearly their, their window is right now. Yeah. And Ken Hinkley knows they need a premiership right now. So they're not worried about these draft picks or getting these. They're just gone in and gone bang. Yep. I think yep. they've done extremely well there. And number one, I think Sydney absolutely smashed it out of the park. And um, got it done early. And got, got it done early. Yep. You get Grundy, you get an A-grade Ruckman, absolute tick. You get Looking in, forward to seeing how he actually yes. goes. Like, no, I'm confident he'll go well. I'm just saying, like, break the shackles yeah. a little bit, actually get out there and play. Well, he's just going to be playing Ruck, yep. which is where Perfect. he needs to be playing. You throw in Adams, um, who, yeah, he's been a little bit injury-prone of late, but just another tough... Heart and soul player. Yeah, just tough inside midfielder. You throw in Joel Hamling now. I'm a bit biased on Hamling, I think, because he... A bit of a Geelong boy at the start of his career. If his body is right, there's another key defender for them um, with McCartan gone, and I think that's going to be a huge one for him. Yeah, uh, James Jordan was the other one. I think James Jordan's the other one as well. As well. So I think they've smashed inclusion. it out of the park. No, they've done well, the Swans, that is for sure. Um, looking forward to seeing how some of those players do run out for their new teams next season. Stay with us. The marketplace, not too far away, but the legend, Melbourne Victory and Socceroos star, Archie Thompson, to join us next in a chat. All things A-League for a big weekend. All thanks to Little Creatures. Get yourself a Furphy this weekend. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moot. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is The Warmer with Warlow and Moots. Yeah, still plenty to come this morning on the warm-up. We've got our marketplace not too far away. And I think that Cam Mooney's got Shane Watson in his sights. Wait and that was a sights. He had some sights during the week. Hey, uh, but special guest joining us now. It's the opening weekend of the A-League. It's going to be a huge season. So much football in both the men's and women's edition this year. And joining us on the line is former Melbourne Victory superstar and soccer, Archie Thompson. Good morning to you, Archie. How are you going? Morning. Yeah, morning, boys. Yeah, really good. I'm just about to um, go out for a run. You are? this weather. Oh, yeah, mate. yeah. It, it You're making a comeback, Arch? No, no, I doubt that. But I'm, I'm leaving the shirt on. I don't want to scare people out <laughs> on the beach, to be honest. But it's, mate, we don't get many days like this, so it's great. Hey, hey, just on that, how many times did you whip the shirt off after a goal and wave it? Be honest. Oh, well, mate, when I was in good shape all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you were actually... Not so having, much now. Having said uh, that, you were a boxer of the, of the flag... Now, much yeah. debate's been made over that in years gone by. Was it you or Timmy Cahill who actually went with it first? I've got a feeling you were I first. Think, I, think, I think he got stolen off the arch. Yeah, mate. No, there's no debate. Like, it was definitely <laughs> me. Um, but it was, it, I, I was more the kung fu at Oh, than, that's uh, right. Yeah, boxing. you were. Yeah, And then sort of yeah. Timmy modified it. But, like, you know. Yeah, you were more mixed martial arts. If you want to claim was... it, then I'll, I'll leave it. Were you one of those guys that worked on a celebration arch? Or did that one just come as you scored a goal and just ran over there and it just happened? Well, a good uh, friend of mine, an ex-player, Claudio Canosa, um, he was watching a game, this was years ago, and he said, Sonny Seven, I think his name was, no, not Sonny Seven, Sonny Anderson, um, that played for Barcelona, did these, like, sort of a celebration, and he said, Arch, you need to do one, because people remember it. 
so I was like, okay, no worries. So it started from there and just evolved over time. And then that grand final when you scored five, was it you would have been getting sick of uh, the, uh, the flags, mate? <laughs> uh, no, I never got sick of no. hey, um, I loved it. The, uh, speaking of being in good nick, I saw you were part of the release of the new Melbourne Victory Away kit this year, which has got a bit of pink in it. To be fair, it is one slick kit. And uh, mm. mate, you were looking very stylish. Oh, no, mate, yeah, definitely. That's, uh, there's a screen shaver on my screen shaver on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I, I think, um, I don't know whether it was, it started with Messi and Miami and the way they, mm. they like, oh, the club, because it's pink. But now everyone's sort of bringing that shirt out, and I think it, it is one of the most slickest shirts yeah. I've seen um, Melbourne Victory bring out. And I think even Adelaide have gone a little bit of the pink in the, in their shirt as well. They trust, do. The, trust, trust the South Australians that copy the story. <laughs> hey, uh, with uh, Melbourne Victory, it's been a while since they, they've held the – what is it, the plate or is it the toilet seat? Toilet seat. What are we going with yeah, there? It's, it's been a while since they've held it, Arch. Where, where are they at? Yeah. Um, but look, it's they haven't made too many signings this year. Um, I think uh, Popper's kept majority of, of the squad, um, which will be interesting because you know I don't know how much you can change a squad in terms of performances when you've kept the same one and the, and they they had the results last year. Uh, but um, all signs are is they're, they're eager to get started. I, I think I saw an interview with Bruno Cornavoli, who was like a superstar towards the back end of, mm. of last season and started and, and now he's got a full pre-season under him and I did hear an interview of it that um, you know the team's very close it's United there's a good blend of experience in youth um, so I, I'm expecting a good one it's going to be a tough night at the office for them when they they travel to Sydney because of Sydney's performances in the pre-season winning the Australia Cup they'll be full of confidence uh, but I'm, I'm hoping a good one. I'm hoping a really good one. Your night round's coming in the A-League. So you saw the NRL have done it in Brisbane. You've seen uh, AFL this year have done it in Adelaide. So a bit of a gather round, your night round sort of scenario where all the teams, men and women, are heading to Sydney, which is, uh, I think, January 12 to 14. A bit of a junket for you, mate. Uh, what do you reckon? Oh, I think it's amazing. Like, uh, people in Sydney get the opportunity to watch game after game or watch their, or watch their, um, their own side. Uh, play during a week and it, it's just the excitement around it and I think it's over school holidays if that's that period so yeah, you, you is, know yeah. a lot of kids can come and watch um, I, and I, I saw the success that it has I mean rugby up in Queensland is always so strong but you see how excited and you get full stadiums all the time I'm hoping the same um, sort of concept happens for us uh, with this it's a great initiative so um, the more football, I guess, the better. Yeah, and it's interesting because the uh, grand final and all the uproar last year with the fans about the Sydney hosting the grand yes. final every year, that's been stripped, and this is mm. the alternative. So they've started your night round for this season, and the grand final will go for the to the highest place semi-final yeah. win, So, which is good, which the fans, I guess, Ange, um, uh, Arch, were hoping for last year. There was a, it was a, a fair bit of uh, heat within the, uh, the supporter groups to get the, the grand final back to where it should be. Yeah, I heard you call me Ange. I'd, I'd love to have you take that right now. But, uh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it, mate, like there was such an uproar with uh, the decision last year. I can understand they wanted to uh, maybe put a bit of money, get some money from the government back into the sport. Yeah, of course. Um, trying something different, thinking thinking outside the box. Didn't work. Went back to, um, uh, you know, back to whoever wins, go, has, the, has the grand final, which is great. 
well, then now it's up to the supporters to get to their game and show that, okay, if we win it, we're going to go there in numbers, yeah. um, which, is, which is great. Speaking of Ange, how are you yeah. seeing his performance at the moment? Are you a Tottenham fan like myself now? We're Liverpool, oh, no, but we're now I'm Tottenham. You would, you would jump. <laughs> well, this, this is where it hurts for me because I actually texted him when he went to Tottenham because I'm a Gunners supporter. Oh, and, I, and I said, and I, I actually said, well, they, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm really happy that you're in the Premier League, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry as far as that goes. What is it about um, him, Arch? What is it about him? Well, the knowledge of the game, um, how he's so, uh, I guess, sticks, sticks to his guns when it comes to this is how I want to play. And, you know, if, and I like his philosophy. I mean, the philosophy was with us when we, when we, when he was um, at Melbourne Victory and Brisbane or, and with the Socceroos. Uh, plan A doesn't work. Plan B is we try to do plan A better. And uh, that's pretty much what he, what he's done. Um, throughout his career and with the success he's had at clubs, what he's done at Celtic, um, Celtic amazing. What he's doing at Spurs, absolutely incredible because the turnaround in what they actually play, not not just the performances and, and the points they're getting, but um, the way they play. It's exciting, the fans, and the way he talks to the, the media and the fans is incredible. Um, I feel, though, I will say, this is coming from a Gunners supporter, um, <laughs> The draw he's had pre- been pretty good. Like, you look at it yeah. in terms of uh, the, the teams that he's played. Uh, okay, Manchester United he's played. They've been crap. Yeah. Um, Arsenal, <laughs> we should have buried them in the first 20 minutes, but they came back. Um, and not really anyone else that I thought that is, is um, that you would go like they're sort of mid to bottom teams. But you still got to win them, and, and they're doing that. And the luxury that he has also is that they're not playing in Europe. They yeah. don't have like midweek games mm. so at all. Not even, not even, the, not, not even out far no, east. They've just got no European no, footy. Yeah. No. So that everything just it, it's working for him to really set a great foundation. But that's not taking anything away from what he's done. Like you still got to, you still got to get the players on. You still got to get the fans on. And he's ticking every single box. And I love him. Like he, I love the way he, he turns up for media. I love the way that he he um, you know I, I think I can't remember what it was like. Pressure, pressure is when you know I, I wasn't able to, or stress wasn't able to have my dad yeah. follow me through the journey of the Premier League because he passed away three years. Like he keeps it authentic, keeps it real. and that's what I love about mm. it. Get real, and that's what that's what I love. Like you know, you, I, I love a real person, um, and he's pretty much that. So they do have it's Fulham, it's they do have Fulham this week, so it's probably another win for him. So he is flying, oh, man, yeah, well. and they Fulham did they, they did beat Liverpool, but that was that was that, questionable. Yeah, that win against Liverpool, that's, that's yeah, disgusting, was two, actually. Two, <laughs> Two players down, and it was only like, and it was a last minute. Archer, earlier game tonight is West United and Melbourne City. In fact, Melbourne City hosting West United, Amy Parker. Won't get you to preview the game or anything. And then, you've got, of course, Melbourne and Sydney. Who finishes higher out of the three Melbourne-based teams? Well, it's it's a hard one because um, for, I think for City, they've, they've lost in the boot uh, before the, the start of the season. You've got Andrew uh, um, Leckie, Matthew Leckie, that's maybe not going to start because of a hamstring or, or or I think that was a problem. So already you're losing two quality key players in their positions to be able to feed um, McLaren. And McLaren probably, if they Cup, I mean, sorry, sorry, FFA Cup, Australia Cup wasn't as potent in front of goals. Also, Champions League hasn't really scored. But something about when you start the season, he finds goals. I, I really don't know where who's going to... Um, 
it's really open. I, I yeah. don't know if, if City's going to have the same quality because they've lost a lot of good players. Jordan Boss, Aidan O'Neill, um, Glover at the back. I mean, they've filled that position with Young. But um, you, you've got West United, they've lost some players, but they've got Rukovica, who's back after eight years overseas. It's... Um, yeah, it's it's a really hard one, mate. I can't I can't give you an answer until we sort of see how the the first few rounds pan out. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Arch, what's going on off field for you at the moment? A little bit of uh, aqua me, is that correct? <laughs> yes, aqua me bottle. It's um, you know it's the way that technology is these days. This bottle um, is thirty percent bottle, but seventy percent technology. And we always we we talk about eating well, nutrition, um, but we don't really have something that monitors your performance when it comes to hydration it's like oh you know my my uh pee is clear so i must be hydrated <laughs> you know, so that's pretty much it that's pretty and much how i've been going for the last 20 years yeah, well, i've never well, had mate, clear, i've never had clear pee to be honest ever since i've stopped it's got a black yellow color <laughs> so that's just about much water i drink but then it, it monitors how much you should be drinking and if you're hydrated and and when you drop in performance like uh, it's it's a big drop, like twenty percent, thirty percent, if you're hydrated in your output of quality. So if you're you can monitor that and, and be aware of, okay, it's time for this player to have a drink because this is the, the time when his performance starts to drop. Bang, you, you're going to um, be that little bit better in key areas come the back end of games or even in just uh, general life when you're in the office when your quality of uh, I, I think um, being able to keep uh, concentrated. There's so many different things that uh, this bottle does. It's really fantastic. Go and check it out. It's called Aquame. Um, enjoy mm. the opening round of the A-League, mate. You're obviously doing some stuff for Network 10 and Paramount. You can catch all the games there over the weekend, including the uh, the Women's A-League as well. It's going to be a bumper season, some good weather around. Hopefully we get some good results uh, tonight and uh, we're looking forward to the rest of the season. Thank- mate, as always, thanks for joining us. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Arch. Superstar Archie Thompson joining us on the warm-up this morning. All thanks to Little Creatures Village, Geelong. Well, our marketplace is coming up. As I mentioned, Moons has got Shane Watson uh, in his sights. Let's see what that is. Stay with us. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to The Warmer with Warlow and Moons. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moons. Oh, it's a great Saturday. Thanks for joining us on the warm-up this morning. The sun is out. It's back to 15 or something tomorrow, but enjoy it today. Caulfield Cup Day, of course, if you're having a punt. Gamble responsibly. Um, I was going. I'm not going now. <laughs> My wife's on a netball trip. Oh, I mean, you're playing D-grade netball and you're going on netball trip. Anyway, so I hey, am not. It's okay. I'm just taking she deserves the, a time. Uh, good on her. So I'm taking the boys, uh, Westy Knight and Melbourne City tonight. Uh, we'll, go and, we'll go and check that out instead. But uh, good luck to the bus trip that is going to the Caulfield Cup. Hope you have a crap day. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, how, many, how, many, how many trips have you been on? No, plenty. And she's had to sit there at home or you've gone as a reserves buddy runner. No, I was seeing you run it this year. Thank you very much. No, no, no. It's fair. No, no. Good luck to the girls. They're going to have a, a great weekend. <clears throat> Hope you lose. All right. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's All right, get to the What are you market. buying this weekend? Well, let's get, let's, let's get to the stinger first. The marketplace for little creatures. All creatures welcome. Yeah, we're buying and selling something in the world of sport. Moons. Oh, my God. Do you want to buy? You buy first. Come on. I'm buying first. Can you believe it? 
I've never had any doubt about this guy. Uh, I just know that he's just waiting for an opportunity to star again. He's worked out so hard in the off-season. I've seen him in the preseason games. The NBA oh, starts you're not going there. this week. And Ben Simmons oh, is get back, off. baby. Oh, he's, I've seen enough. You I have canned this bloke for years. Enough. Yes. He does Mate, look good, though, Ben. He does look really good. He, I've never... He, he's, he's not only scoring on fadeaway shots. He's scoring on fadeaway shots he shouldn't be scoring. Anyone should be scoring on. Low percentage, but he's making them. I think the big though, wow. the big one's going to be is, is when they just... It's the old hacker shack, the old hack Benny. Yep. He's got to go to the free throw. Well, that's where the confidence that's is going to be. That's where, where we're going, going to, to find out for, how good Benny real. has been over the summer. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. But hey, at the moment, couldn't look any better. I'll tell you what I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy Shane Watson a new shirt. Wow. I Because I don't know if you've seen this. So he's over there in India doing some commentary. For the World Cup. Yeah. For the World Cup. And his shirt's virtually a size. He's a big boy. He was always a big lad. He's a large boy as far as muscles. He's fit. Yep. He's strong. He may have put on a little bit, but as we all do when yep, we're tired. Of course. He's wearing a kid's shirt. Yeah. It's and <laughs> these buttons, if you're, if you're in front of him, watch out. These buttons are going to be flying off, hit someone in the eye and take your eye clean out. You speak about um, Australia being under pressure in the World Cup to get a good result. Those buttons, Those buttons are under pressure <laughs> big time. Um, My we'll God. Check out our socials. We'll have the video up. What um, of uh, Shane Watson's shirt? Because honestly, you're not 23 anymore at a nightclub. Just, just, just loosen it up a little bit. And in India, are you better off wearing a singlet or something. Oh. But anyway, um, there old you go. Shane sweat, Watson, sweat patches. Buying him a new shirt. Hey, hey uh, you want to go first? You, I, what are you selling? I'm selling the soccer ashes. Now this week we played. Are you it, saying this is not well, real? Well, I don't think it is real. The, here's a story from Simon Hill on Dwayne show during the week. So the soccer ashes, if you don't know, apparently I think it's completely made up is Australia and New Zealand. They played in England uh, earlier this week, which, again, none of it makes sense. But have a listen to the, how the soccer ashes started. Unfortunately, it's not going to be there in London tonight because it's too fragile to travel all that way. Uh, but it's uh, basically the ashes of two cigars smoked by Alec Gibb of Australia and George Campbell of New Zealand uh, after the 1923 Ashes series. Uh, and encased in a razor case that uh, belonged to a W. Fisher who uh, took it with him when he went to Gallipoli in 1915. Wow. I mean, I've never heard so much BS in my life. I, I call bullshit. I just don't know <laughs> what that is. And I don't... Like, Turn it up, Simon. You were reading that off of I don't know what that is. That's even if, it, even if it's half true or mostly true or something, like the ashes in cricket is Australian England anyway. So I don't... Yeah, like so the where, replication the of them being against New Zealand, who are a dud... I mean, we're not great, Socceroos, but New Zealand are even yeah. worse. Do you reckon oh, they actually opened it up to see if the Ashes were actually still in there? These, the, cigar, the cigar Ashes? ashes? Come on. <laughs> Gibbo and whoever... I don't even know who it was in the end. But oh, hilarious. Crazy. All right, so what are you selling this week? Hey, so what I am selling is... So the Olympics are coming around, and as usual, they, they like to add some new sports every year. Yeah. And, so, I'm, and, and I can't stand it because to me, the Olympics is, if this is the pinnacle, then it's awesome. Fantastic. Yep. If it's not your pinnacle, then you shouldn't be in the Olympics. Flag football. Yeah. 
What, yeah. what, what, America's just throwing that in because that's just another gold medal they can So win. this is for the 28 Olympics in Los yes, Angeles. Los Angeles. And what else have we got uh, coming well, in? I think there's a few others going around. But well, cricket's obviously uh, coming uh, in. Cricket, that's another one. It was like when they brought skateboarding in and stuff. Like They've got the X Games. See, That's what the X Games is for. I get all that's that. That's their pinnacle. Flag football for me is a silly one. I did see an article during the week that, uh, you know trying to recruit some AFL and NRL stars to, to play flag football for Australia. I think it's only five a side or some crap like that. But... My thing is, I don't mind if a new sport comes in if everyone's playing it. But you can't handpick a sport. It's like well, the me and you going out in, the back. The only reason cricket is so they can get more Indian viewers. Well, that's why, obviously. Yeah. But like, we could go at the front here, create a sport, go, right, we're going to have this sport and we're going to win gold medal. Like, Bring in basketball. Oh, that actually, I actually would <laughs> that love was to a, see that. That's a great that's movie. A great movie. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done fan with that. To me, I want to watch – if I'm there watching the Olympics, it's because I'm watching a sport that I literally only watch – once every four years. Mm. I don't care about that. Hey, just a quick one. My Kelpies. Remember yes. my Kelpies who I bought last yes. week? I think they won the Trans-Tasman. They did. Was it my two, boys. one or three zip? Three zip, wasn't it? Two, two zip. Two my zip. boys. You can speak, Ed, even though he's Get producing. On. You don't have to do hand signals. It's uh, Get on the zip. Kelpies. Uh, we, Get on the Kelpies. We can't wait to see how far they're going to go. They're going to be the be- next best thing, that is for sure. Hey, big weekend of sport. I mentioned Caulfield Cup. Uh, the Premier League's back this weekend. Liverpool, Everton tonight. Looking Massive. forward to that. Part of your multi too, gamble responsibly, but yes, you need a few results to get yeah, up, mate. Yes, I do. Never but put you know. United in your multi for They're winning. playing Sheffield United. I know, but please don't. All right, that is the end of us. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show this morning. Don't forget you can find all the videos and stuff on our socials as well and grab the podcast after the show. Mate, what are you up to this afternoon? No, kids sport. Kids every, sport. every Saturday, it's just kids sport. All right, I'm going to head along and see Melbourne City and West United in the A-League. Should be an absolute battle. Enjoy your weekend. This has been the up. We'll catch you next week.